Kimberly Pearson is going to be with us this morning. Going to be talking to girls, young girls, and uh, going to be an exciting broadcast for Brewing Faith today. We'll get started in just a moment. Good morning, everyone. That song says pretty good. I, me, my, and mine. That's a, that's the world we live in today, isn't it? That song. I don't know. I, they had a lot of, a lot of stuff going on there. I don't know if you heard all the words, but it. I liked it. It said, "I, me, my, mine." That gets you every time, doesn't it? Amen. Let's let's. Well, we're talking about faith today, brewing faith, and uh, I am here with my daughter-in-law, Kimberly. And my other daughter-in-law, Anna, is here also. I don't think she's going to say anything, but I had two ugly boys for a long time. And man, I am so thankful. I never knew what it was like to have girls, but God blessed me with two wonderful girls. And I'm so thankful that uh, God showed favor on my boys and they married up. Amen thankful for Kimberly and Anna, but they're both in the room this morning, and uh, I was thinking the other night, and I didn't ask Kimberly, but uh, she has uh, graciously agreed, but I was thinking the other night, I know she has spoke to, at, they had a conference at their church, she spoke to some young girls, teenage girls, and I thought, you know, we're going to be together, so uh, what an opportunity, let her just talk a little bit, some of our Girls, young girls, teenagers, and 
I've been reading in the book of Daniel and possibly tomorrow deal with uh, our men a little bit tomorrow, but I've been reading on that and these, the opportunity to stand out and, and uh, the Jews being in bondage in Babylon, but they had an opportunity as young men to stand up for God. And in 2021, we have an opportunity to stand uh, in these times. And what an opportunity for our young ladies to be young ladies. And I might talk a little bit more. We'll see where Sister Kimberly goes. But I'm thankful for apostolic young ladies that uh, that are a, sh- a bright, shining a uh, beautiful example of the glory of God. Amen. I was, we were just listening to, I was doing some research and uh, Brother Nathaniel Wilson has done some, uh, did some uh, broadcast years ago on on holiness and I was just listening to some of that and I like what his statement, he said, I like women more than men. Well, that's a very true statement. I'm, I don't like men. I'm thankful for a beautiful wife. And uh, Sister Kimberly, I'm going to quit talking. Uh, she uh, spoke to young girls, young ladies at conference. And I just wondered, I'll maybe do interview. And if you want to just preach a little bit here, you can preach. Uh, she's got 84 pages of notes. So she's, yeah. she's, she's ready to go. We might not get in our 20 minutes today. We may have to do more. Kimberly, love you. Talk to our young girls, young ladies. Amen. Hi everybody, so uh, happy to be on the podcast today and hopefully I just have, um, you know, just a few tidbits that can help somebody. So um, I spoke at our Dove conference that we had in August, uh, a month or two ago, and um, I tag teamed with another lady at our church and we uh, spoke on a few different topics, Um, but one that I feel like was one of the most important ones that we covered was um, protecting the mind. And um, we really geared this towards, um, you know, our girls for ages uh, 12 to 18. So I think um, in the world that we're living in right now, obviously everybody has, you know, technology, social media at your fingertips, the internet, um, you know, just amounts of information. Um, We really notice how not just girls, but everybody's mind is constantly being attacked Mm 24-7. You've got notifications coming into your phone, um, you know, emails, uh, you know, there's just billboards, magazines, everything Mm -hmm. is geared to grab your attention. And right now, especially, I think more than ever before, um, you know, our attention is being claimed, you know, left and right. So I think the importance of setting boundaries of having protections for, um, what we're devoting our time to and what we're giving our attention to is super, super important. Um, uh, There's a a quote and it says, whatever gets your mind gets you. And I think that's so important. Um, Whatever you're feeding your mind on, uh, whether it's, you know, Hollywood or boys or fashion or, you know, whatever it is as a girl, um, you know, whatever you're devoting your time to, whatever you're sleeping, eating, thinking of, you know, that's what's going to get you. So, um, it's super important that we're taking, 
I wanna say like a personal inventory pretty regularly, like what am I giving my time to? What am I devoting my efforts and my energies into? Um, is it, you know, just reading fiction all the time? Is it, um, you know, actually, you know, getting involved in my church? Is, is it something that's going to edify me or is it something that's going to help somebody else? Um, I just, I know from personal experience being a young girl, um, it's not easy to, um, I think, to just be 100% there all of the time. I know growing up, for me, it was, um, you know, I was there, I was at church all the time, but my mind was a million other places a lot of times. And I think if I had, um, you know, luckily, I'm so thankful that I did come to a point when I was... 14, 15 years old, where I made up my mind and my decision right. to, this is what I'm yeah. living. This is how I want to live. Um, but I know I went to public school and um, there was constantly a battle for my attention to, right. you know, join sports, join a club, uh, hang out with friends out of school, um, you know, just being social. And mm -hmm. there's just a constant pull for your attention, constant pull for your time. Um, and I think just really clinging to God during those moments is so vital. Um, there's second Corinthians 10 uh, verses three through five. Um, it says, for though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalteth itself against the knowledge of God, bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Um, Satan is obviously out to steal, kill, and destroy. And a lot of times I think there are thoughts that come into our minds, thoughts that we're bombarded with, you know, you're not good enough, you're not pretty enough, you're, you know, X, Y, Z. There's yeah. so many different things um, that as girls, Garrett was just kind of talking about that a little minute ago. Um, you know, there's all these pressures of you're supposed to look this way, you're supposed to right. act this way, um, otherwise you're not cool, you're not popular, um, whatever. So there's thoughts that, you know, come into your mind regularly. And I think taking those thoughts into submission and, you know, standing on God's word and who he tells us we are, right. um, not what the world tells us we are, is, is so important. Um, there's another little like quote snippet thing that I really like. Um, it says, watch your thoughts, they become words. Watch your words, they become deeds. Watch your deeds, they become habits. Watch your habits, they become character. And watch your character, it becomes your destiny. And I think there's a lot of um, you know, good people that will get sideways, will get um, led astray because of a thought. You know, something comes into your mind and you're like, oh, she doesn't like me. Mm -hmm. Or, oh, this person must be mad at me. And you immediately, that starts feeding into you, starts feeding into your heart and it affects everything. And eventually, you know, you get to the point where that's all you think about. It consumes you. And um, I think it's, it's just important that we take those thoughts and those feelings into submission and just stand on what God tells us that we are and the truth of that okay and that's uh that's interesting talking about girls because girls are the ones that can talking about thoughts they can um teenager girls 
tend to open have, a little. They can. Uh, <laughs> That's true. I said I like girls better than guys, but girls are weird too. So we're a little more emotional. Yeah. Yeah. So, but uh, very good. Um, and I want to just tag on. Um, she dealt with the mind guarding our mind and our world does create this false sense. I don't, uh, I don't get it why we have allowed this to happen, but we very much think there is a thought out there and it gets into young and it starts with young girls that you're not okay the way that you look. Yeah. You need to cover up. Your face, you know, put on a second covering, um, makeup, this kind of thing to, you're not beautiful the way that God made you. And I say to our apostolic, wow, our apostolic ladies are beautiful. Um, uh, my daughter, Kimberly, was coming down the stairs today and I asked, how long is your hair to your knees? And she said, it's longer than my knees. Wow. Thank God for our beautiful apostolic ladies long hair right. amen it right. is your glory yeah. and uh i, I want to read a couple scriptures and don't be deceived by the devil young ladies young girls any young girls listening to today thank you kimberly don't don't let the devil lie to your mind get a thought in your mind you need to be like the world you are beautiful when you're 10 years old, right. when you're 14 years old. And uh, uh, Garrett, if you would read for us um, 1 Timothy 2, 8 and 9. 1 I Timothy will, 2, yes. I will therefore that men pray everywhere, lifting up holy hands without wrath and doubting, in like manner also that women adorn themselves in modest apparel with shamefacedness and sobriety, not with broided hair or gold or pearls or costly array. It's interesting here in 1 Timothy, he likens, he talks to men because men have a tendency, what's our struggle? We can be non-emotional, can't we? So we got to run the aisles, we got to jump, holler, scream, lift. He says lifting up men, lifting up holy hands. We can't be ashamed of God and, and who he is to us. But it's interesting that he talks about women to their outward appearance because the world, it, he knew, he knew. And it all, it goes all the way back to the Old Testament. What did we have? Who do, who's the example in the Old Testament? Jezebel. I don't, yeah. I think I was saying in church the other night, like, I don't know any girls named Jezebel. Why is that? Because that's, the, she's ungodliness. She's, she's makeup. She's, uh, you know, uh the trying to create a facade. No, you're beautiful in the way God made you. And I'm, I'm going somewhere this. I'm going to have Garrett read another scripture here. But um, let it be the, the inward. Read that again, verse 9, Garrett. And then I'm going to have you read another scripture. Verse 9 says, In like manner also that women adorn themselves in modest apparel with shamefacedness and sobriety, not with broided hair or gold or pearls or costly array. So here... It does say women need to adorn themselves. So don't be confused by the world. The world says you do need to adorn, be adorned by the things of this world. The, 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 uh, the cosmetic, the, the outward. 
He says you do need to be adorned, but it's got to be something from the inside that shows on the outside. Uh, oh, Garrett, also read 1 Peter chapter 3. I think it started in verse number 3. Who's, <clears throat> who's adorning? Let it not be that outward adorning of plating the hair and wearing of gold or putting on of apparel. Verse 4 as well. Go, go ahead and read verse 4. But let it be the hidden man of the heart in that which is not corruptible, even the ornament, ornament of a meek and quiet spirit, which is in the sight of God of great price. So, and again, I referenced uh, Brother Nathaniel Wilson, uh, Bishop Wilson, but was listening to him, and he talked about this word here in 1 Peter 3 and 3, this word adorning. This word adorning comes from the word cosmos. The original, the original word here in the Greek means cosmos or world, meaning the world. And where does that word, the word cosmetics comes from the word cosmos? To me, that's huge. Amazing. That's yeah. that's amazing that our world has taken that cosmetic and women let it be the the outward adorning. Like you don't look good the way that you are. I mean, this whole Me Too movement. I mean, women, you Anna and Kimberly, you guys should start a movement. <laughs> like, why why are we not? I mean, they're like this whole Me Too against guys. Well. What about, why do we have to wear a cover-up to look good? Yeah, right. Well, thank God you're beautiful, Anna. You're beautiful, Kimberly. Right. It's not the outward cosmos, cosmetic of the world. And Brother Wilson described it. I like the way he said it. This cosmos, they are trying to attempt to get the sparkle. Mm -hmm. They're yeah. trying to get the outward, to get the sparkle of the starry sky. But really, what does that verse say? It does need to be an adorning, but it's the glory of God coming with from within the vessel. That's good. Amen. Okay. Thank God. Thank you, Sister Kimberly. Do you have anything else that you want to say to young girls or young ladies? Be beautiful, young ladies. Yes. God made you beautiful. There is something about a modest, beautiful lady that's not trying to be like Jezebel. Right. It's interesting, and, and I, I, I think I referenced this, but who, do, who does the, uh, I think in the New Testament, I don't know if it's in, I'm not sure of the scripture, but it referenced Sarah. Where, where, Sister Pearson, do you, you, you're a theologian, right, Sister Pearson? <laughs> oh, not right now. Wow, okay. But who does... The New Testament reference, who do you want to be like? Not Jezebel, but Sarah. Sarah of old time. And Sarah of old time. But Sarah was hot. She was a hot lady. You say, what are you talking about, Brother Pearson? She was. She was, she was so fine. I shouldn't say hot. I didn't say that. I said, she was fine. She was fine. She was so fine that the king, right? That Abraham, he was like, he was like, I'm gonna have to tell her she's my sister because she's so fine. He's gonna go after her, and he almost got got that king killed because he he. Uh, but she obviously, but she wasn't painted up like Jezebel. Thank God 
God made you beautiful young girls. Amen. Thank you, Kimberly. Anna, you want to say something? I know you got. Look at that beautiful smile. Say hi anyway. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know. You wanted to just hear Anna's voice this morning. Well, love you all. And my last song this morning, it doesn't have anything to do with uh, young women or young ladies, but I like the song. But it talks about we're going, to, I, I'm going to heaven someday. Amen. Amen. Thank God that we're going to, we want to be a reflection of the glory of God on this earth so that we can be caught up into glory someday. Amen. This last song says it well. Thank God we're going to a better place. It talks about the last, the last ride. Someday we're going on a last ride. Gravity's not going to stop me. Amen. See you all tomorrow. We might talk about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego tomorrow. God bless you all. Thank you for tuning in. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego tomorrow. We'll talk to you tomorrow. God bless you. The admission price will be your soul.